Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. stopped at McDonald's today. I know. I know. Who did? I actually thought about you because I drove past a McDonald's and I thought, God, when was the last time I ate at a McDonald's? I don't know the last time I did. Well, then how come you come in here with stuff from McDonald's I all the time? I found it on the street. Oh, okay. Can you imagine? New Jersey! <laughs> Guess what? Uh, speaking of things that happen in New Jersey, uh, my friend who is a fellow comedian, mm-hmm. her name is Ariel Elias, she was doing a show of course, in New Jersey at a place called Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant. Welcome to Uncle Vinny's. Take a shit. Enjoy the comedy. And she was opening up for another friend of mine. And she was doing doing her act. And then she decided to open it up to the audience. Don't bring the audience into it in New Jersey. Just do what you got to do. Get your paycheck and run. Because if you engage, the story never ends well. Except it does end well for her. Well, then. Ultimately, okay. but she so she starts talking, and some woman, drunk, hammered, was like, "You voted for? Do you vote for Biden?" Oh, Jesus! And instantly, her ass puckers, and you can see it. She was like, "Are you are you saying that because I'm the only Jew in the room? Are you trying to get me killed?" Is what she said. So that this woman keeps going at her. You voted for Biden. I can tell by your jokes. And she was like, I can tell that you voted for Trump because you keep interrupting the show and no one wants to hear you. <laughs> so she, you know, couple back and forths, right? And then you can tell that she's trying to get out of it. You can tell she's trying to like disengage and move on. She tries to move on with another a bit. She turns to her left and the, the woman's husband threw a beer at her. Wow. Threw a full beer. It came inches away from her head. Because she... Because she was Jewish or because she... They Who knows? That- it could have been because of the Biden thing. It could have been anything. It could, like, drunk Jersey comedy shows, bad, bad, bad. Mm-hmm. So, guy threw a beard with, like, some heavy velocity, hit the stage, and she just... She said adrenaline took over, and she she bent down and picked up and just chugged the beer. Which, and then what happened? And then she got HPV. Right. But then after that, after the monkeypox, um, it was... She had a video of it. And she posted it on Instagram, and it went like above and beyond viral. And if you look it up, it's on. It's in Rolling Stone. It's in Vanity Fair. It's in Today. All of this stuff. Comedian trugs a beer to deal with heckler. So what you're saying is, you need me to go to a club, yes, and throw something. At exactly. You. I need you to be a crisis actor because mm-hmm. you know that the first thing that everybody thought, every comedian was like, oh, how can I get booked? Yeah. How can I book that that beer thrower? You you need to have like your Geraldo moment. You need a chair thrown at you. And oh, I thought you were gonna say I need to open up Al Capone's vault and have nothing in Already there. Done. We don't need to do that. But that was Geraldo, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. It's a sad day. I just want someone to throw something light at me. If somebody threw a beer at me and it ever hit me, you'd you would shatter sa- into a million. It, pieces. Absolutely. The end of death. It would be it. yes, exactly. I would hit the bottom and just. A million pieces. Jim, do you know where you parked the car? She's just rolling around. Yes. So now she has gone viral sensation. 
and uh, I need somebody to come and throw something a little bit light, like a white claw, mm. maybe a martini without the glass, like in a plasticware, like if you got a margarita or something. <clears throat> I'll see what I can do. All right, we're going to work this shit out. Okay. Nuts! Oh! <laughs> So much has happened in the past week. First of all, um, I need to give a really special birthday shout out, even though he's not a Patreon member, which, <laughs> judging. Shout out to Marcus. Marcus Ustamula. Uh, your lover. He turned 533 Correct. this week. He is an old man officially, and you hosted a, f- can I say the number? Yeah. 40th birthday party. <gasps> Marcus turned 40. He looks fantastic. It's pretty good. It was a good time. Did you have fun? Yeah. I loved that place. I like Holdfast a lot. I know. It was at Holdfast in, uh, in Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the village, but it's right where faux Leisha Rashad is. Uh, yeah. So so uh, it was a grand old time. I'm sorry we didn't stay for the coconut cake. Hey, we saw it come out. And believe me, I love a good cake. Every picture, by the way, that anyone has taken, except for the picture that you have, every other picture looked like I own a chain of pizzerias and I eat at every one of them. Why? I Why do like, you think that? I was like, oh my God. I, I looked like <laughs> any one of the, <laughs> like the supporting characters in any Scorsese film. Like, just like, like... You know, like the the tight leather jacket, the high waisted gray pants that just have a tab. There's yeah, no belt. Yeah. The, the really then, thin tie. Right, uh-huh. and then just like an enormous head. Like it, my head looked like if I filled it with nickels, I'd have a million dollars. So it was a brat That's how my nick- I, I looked like my I. I just became gluten intolerant, and I just had a piece of bread. And it just happened and moments just ex- before someone shot right. the picture. Okay. And I'm like, they're like, that's not what you look like. I'm like, here's the next picture. I'm a different person. Like, <laughs> what the fuck like, is this? Then it's like a flip book of oh fat Oh my heads. god! I was like, what happened? Every I day is like Mardi Gras for you. If baloney had a face, it'd be me. It was ju- it was <laughs> my like- baloney has a face. It's p a t t y s. Wow. Every single one. And then we went. The next day, we went out for dinner. And we're there, we're gonna we're trying to take a picture, and the girls like, "Hey guys, do you want me to do it?" We're like, "Sure, no. cute corduroy suit girl." So she takes a picture, picture, and she's like, "Okay, well, let's take it from the other angle too, because the <laughs> you know the light, blah blah." And we're like, "Wow, you're so that's awesome." She's like, "That you guys look great." We sit down, and I look at these pictures. I'm like, "She is either either completely blind." Or she, <laughs> she's fucking with us because I looked at him I, again. I was like, oh, I don't even. I looked like Rocky Dennis from Mask. Okay. I was like, this is just. And not only that, but like my my friend had a shadow on her face, so it looked like she just got in a fight. Marcus was like mid sneeze. I'm like, girl, what the fuck? Wait, okay. First of all, let's it was just back like, up for a second. This isn't an action shot. No, for the first, let, go back for a sec. So you think that they're responsible for the pictures that are being taken? Well, I well, my body dysmorphia disorder came with me mm-hmm. this weekend and to the party. Right, yep. and he chimed in and was like, "You look fucking terrible." <laughs> so we're gonna have to find something. Wait, to make so your it... body dysmorphia has a male voice? Well, you said he. I did say he, but I really meant she. I'm just. Let's be real. <sighs> yeah. 
Do we share the same body dysmorphia character? You know what I think we should do? I think we should pitch to Pixar. Okay. How they did um, Inside Out. Yes. You know, like sadness, joy, and all that. Yeah, they got to have one <clears throat> body dysmorphia character. Right. But it, but it's me and you, and it's one body dysmorphia operator. Yeah. And she operates the both of us. Okay, I'm fine with that. I think that's I will gladly be that voice. I say that because when I just put up my finger like this, I looked at my finger and I thought, oh, that looks awful. My <laughs> finger, my finger. A new friend. Okay. And um, what was that? What is that? Oh, God. That is a loud, low-flying plane. Jesus. If it stops at both of us, in our, is, it, is it landing in the it, backyard? <laughs> Christ. There's just like Christ passengers. Newark. Hey, this is a The house is home. cheap because we're actually on the tarmac <laughs> at Newark Liberty. That's why we got it for a song. The lawn's free. Yes. It, it has to be because it's owned by the if, the, fed, the federal people that uh, aviation. <laughs> sure. <laughs> do, do, do you want another dagger? The FAA owns our the federal airlines. I fly first. Spirit Air. I actually have a... In an hour. I used to fly for cutting to net. <laughs> the sad part is that's probably a real guy. <laughs> really? And well, you are a quick study. Thank you. Years yeah, of like, practice. I don't really know how to do this. Maybe I just know more than I think, and I just don't give myself credit. I have one more, but I gotta fly in ten minutes. <laughs> you know, I'll just have you trying to go like half a daiquiri because I have a putt jumper That's... To, to Washington D.C. He just realizes he's no longer at the bar, <laughs> and he's on a live mic for the rest of the plane. Listen <laughs> to. <laughs> He's, he's like, I'm getting a divorce at the end of the month. But she's really good. <laughs> she's good. I do again. I'm sorry. That bartender was an asshole <laughs> when his name was Roy. <laughs> so we go, we go out with this this new friend and we're sitting and i'm like um i'm like oh this is nice to meet like meet new people whatever so he sits down and that does I, not sound like it no it doesn't <laughs> I'm like, oh this is nice to meet new people <laughs> bullshit i'm trying i'm trying to turn over i'm trying to change my smile profile. yeah wait until january 1st <laughs> So, so trying to change the, my smile. So I'm like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I always lead with no. I'm not really good at improv. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there, and he shows up. He's like, hey, how are you? And I'm there's already like a flag on the play. Like okay. you can just see it at the bar. There's someone just threw a bar because <laughs> I can see it coming. I'm like, this isn't gonna be good. Oh no. So he sits down. And he's like talking to us and whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is happening. Okay. This man looks. <laughs> do you remember? And um, there's something about Mary when Matt Dillon gets the um, fishing line stuck in his mouth. I don't. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I don't remember that. Like, anyway, I mean, all I remember he, is the hair bit about this thing right, about Mary. Okay. Yeah. Well, this guy sits down, and it looks like he 
sits down and he's talking and I can't stop looking at his face. It's like someone who has like an like an eyebrow piercing. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like that's the only thing that's that you're all you stare at. at. Right. Yeah. Or like that thing that's that the piercing in the cheek. Oh yeah. And that's all you like. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but he is. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! He's got one. Wait a minute! He looks like my old. Um, He's a... the guy who did my braces, who had a stroke, and the left half of his face was not. Yes. Okay. Or Tony Shalhoub in Men in Black when he works the <gasps> farm. You know the guy. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. No, okay. that, but the the sugar water guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, uh, what was his name? The this guy. This is like the deepest... Vincent D'Onofrio. And... <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio, Men in Black, and the worst is, part is I know exactly who you're talking about. This is the deepest, this is the deepest like <laughs> concentration <laughs> game or password. Exactly, you like They're if like, you put us on a game level. show, they'd be like, "Why are they reading each other's minds? This is horrifying." We haven't even given them a clue yet, and they actually gave the right answer. But he's like, like, like this the whole time. I'm like, "What oh, the no. fuck is happening?" And then he goes to the bathroom, and uh, Mark is like. He's nice. I'm like, are you fucking out of your mind? <laughs> I said, something's wrong with him. Oh, what? I'm like, what? Are you Are you headless? Oh, I love that Marcus so is so pure. Right. So he sits back down. He's like, sorry, you know, sorry I was late. I was at my friend's house. I'm like, oh, did you guys like have cocktails? Yeah. And I'm like, do you have something more than cocktails? Oh, yeah. <gasps> I'm like, oh, well, like what? Oh, we just, you know, we just did like a couple lines of Coke and whatever. I'm like... What? On one nostril? It is 6.30 a.m. Oh, no. I'm like, <laughs> what are you, at Kiersey Alley's house I was in the just going to say, I was like, why did we go back in time? Is 1986 <laughs> happening again? 6.30. I'm like, it's Friday night. I'm like, you have all day. Wow. So he Did so, you just finish watching Moonlighting and <laughs> you needed to like bump it up a notch before you went out? But- I, because I just felt like I can't not address this because yeah. it's like it's like someone who has like if you don't tell someone they have a huge thing of like broccoli in their in their face. Yeah. I had to address what was happening. And you said I don't know if long. he was having a stroke or was he auditioning for something, <laughs> but he was really just like he's like oh yeah I just did a bunch of coke I'm like and then you came here bunch of oh well because my friend wanted me to have drinks and then one thing led to another I'm like well you could have rescheduled because like the whole time is now getting him sober up Ew. and he's like really like like he was... really yada 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 that cocaine though we just did a bunch of coke and you know we went to taco bell and, and i'm now sitting I'm there like 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 i'm interviewing someone as if my daughter's in the other room waiting like for prom I'm like <laughs> so what do you plan on doing with my daughter like oh so you went where <laughs> at kirstie alley's house oh great and what'd you do we did a bunch of coke oh and you think you're okay like <laughs> are you okay to drive are you okay to take my daughter with you no you're not i'm like that's wonderful well this should be a short visit who, this was your new friend? Yeah, that was a and So he's off the list now, is oh. what you're saying. We're not going to see him at Hold Fast this time no. next year. No. Well, he may, but he might be our dealer. Good for you. <laughs> Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, street magician David Blaine. I'm Kirstie Alley. Of course you are. And we're doing a bunch of coke at your house. <laughs> and then we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? When Cameron was in Egypt's land, let my Cameron go. go. I 
this week, like all weeks, we're not letting you go, baby. No, no. We're holding on tight with both hands because we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby. That's right. We're, we're hauling them out. We're bringing them to Kirstie Alley's house, and we're sitting them down in front of a mirrored table loaded with cocaine. We're reading their articles, damn it. That's what we do this week and all weeks. We read the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. So what are you waiting for? Read us for filth on your social medias at DearPodOfficial, on your Insta, your Twitter, your Face. We have a website, DearPodOfficial.com, where you can download every last sexy-ass episode. An email address, email us, DearPodOfficial, at gmail.com. Send us an advice question, and we shall answer it right here on the air. One a week! We are completely unqualified to do so. So trust us with your questions. And finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash official. where for a mere three or five dollars a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week, including daiquiris. That's we we may even sell you a daiquiri. Who knows? That's right. You get like little uh, uh whatever specialty cocktail recipes and whatnot sent to you. So recipes. sign us recipes. <laughs> sign us on up. And every week we have a different theme for which we base our articles that we find from Anladas and Dear Abby. And this week's no different than the rest. That is right. This week our theme is coffins well for me it's only coffins you said coffins and wakes did you find more coffins yeah okay double coffins do you have double coffin (laughs) we're going full coffin we are coffin for jesus because we've just done a bunch of cocaine i've never in my life done cocaine have you (laughs) come on come on I can't, and I'll tell you why. I got no nostrils, and I even, and especially well, you sound now, like you just said. I know. Well, I have the sniffles. I I have sure, officially sure diagnosed myself with the sniffles because I was in the Bronx Zoo uh, installing the Dinosaurs in Darkness show, which uh, happens every Friday and Saturday throughout the month of October. So get thee up to the Bronx Zoo if you want to be terrified by just being in the zoo when it's dark out. You, it is, tick that box. What a weird experience. Uh, I helped create it, and I, I'm not responsible for anything else that happens once you get in there. It And so now, I, yesterday, I started to get sniffles. And, of course, I was like, every time my body is, like, less than 100%, I'm like, it's coming for me. It's come for me, finally. The COVID's come to take me away, Mom. I've avoided it as long as I can, but it's here. Every time I'm like, death is coming. Like Sanford and Son. And uh, I tested, and again, negative, because I have Peabody genes, and I am meant to never get COVID. Okay. That was me knocking on wood. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Theme. Coffins. I was supposed to get my booster today. Oh, for what? For the... For the Rona? Yes. I, the, the, How many boosters are we on at this point? I don't know, but I woke up and I was like, I can't. <laughs> I had an appointment. I was if like, If you were hung going. over... And you put a COVID booster on top of all the what? What, what was your drink of this weekend? A cosmopolitan. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot of citron. I know it's a lot. That of sugar. is oof. That's rough. I'm worried now. If we put a specialty cocktail on top of this, you're, it's just going to overload your system. I'll be fine. It's like when somebody's sober for a really long time and then they have like a drink and then their their body's like, no, no, <laughs> please make it stop. <laughs> Speaking of death, isn't it fun? 
It's time to talk about coffins. That's right. We are in my month, my month of October, where everything gets a little creepy, a little macabre, macabre. a little dark. I'm I'm Jane Macabre, and um, <laughs> we have articles about coffins. So let's dive in. Do it. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's not dive in as this much is... as gently ease into the water for you, okay? <laughs> yes. Maybe we'll bring it all okay. down a notch. All, all right, right, okay. Ever so gently. Give me your articles. This is from... These are filthy. Oh, my God. You put your glasses on, it sounded like somebody squeezed a sponge. <laughs> <laughs> what is in your head? I, Liquid. I, I, I have this new Jennifer Aniston leave-in conditioner. <laughs> And a vino? She, yeah. I a, love a vino. No, you don't. No, you don't. So, oh my God, I thought I had a hat on. Um, oh my God, you, you are in rare form today. <laughs> this is amazing. The glasses go on, the glasses come off, the glasses go back on. You think you have a hat. I'm looking at you, not wearing pants. I look back and suddenly you have suspenders. And why are you wearing, you know, why do you look like you should be blowing into a horn on the top of the Swedish Alps? Maybe I should. Maybe you should. This is from the Capital Times, Madison, Wisconsin, March 24th, 1994. Dear Abby, an avid reader in Woodsocket, Rhode Island, wrote you about a funeral home that charged $1,200 for a casket when the deceased was to have been cremated. Perhaps you didn't know that if the deceased is to be cremated, it is possible to rent a casket for the (gasps) viewing. I have two experiences with this. One in Florida, where the rental was $500, and one in Rhode Island, where we paid... $1,200. $1,200. The cost covered the use the use and refurbishing for later use by someone else. Oh, my God. Refurbishing. The $700 difference is easily explained. In Florida, the funeral home had one casket that was used only for rental. In Rhode Island, we were allowed to choose what we wanted, and we chose something a little bit more elaborate. I have spoken to many people who have never heard of this practice. Perhaps it would be worthwhile to inform your readers. Signed, another avid reader in Newport, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Dear another avid reader, perhaps you're right. Yours was one of the many letters sparked by that column. I checked with John Blake, executive director of the Continental Association of Funeral and Memorial Societies, who informed me that the average price range for casket rental is between $400 and $600. Oh, my God. My question is, refurbishing the rental, like what happened... It's not like an Airbnb, like, oh, sorry, you know, I ruined How the is it not? It's the final Airbnb you will ever rent. But what did you do to it that you had to refurbish it? Well, you have to keep... The body exploding? you got to keep zhuzhing it up. You never know what kind of embalming fluids and liquids that, you know, John Dackery leaves behind <laughs> in the afterlife. I can understand that. I would want it dressed it. up. It's like I do rent the runway, sure. and I know that when I get these clothes, they've put them through the dry cleaner. Right. So I want the same kind of treatment if I'm going to rent a coffin from you. Even if I am dead, I have a certain standard. Uh, okay. But refurbishment to me seems like they're relining it. Well, that's what I, every time they refurbish it every time. I don't know. I didn't read, I don't know this I person. mean, maybe they have one of those things. It's like, you know, when you go to the doctors and they rip out that, paper. when you go to the paper, exactly, mm-hmm. the, the lab paper. Right. That, but with like a nicer kind of faux silk. Hmm, okay. Type thing, so that you know, so that all they have to do when that body is done is go and just tear it on the side, and you have instantly new lining. I get it. <clears throat> yeah, or just you know the kind of random upkeep that is required of woods. Yeah, yeah. I get it. The occasional little nail mm-hmm. put in, just to sort of re re uh, rejuge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They rejuge the coffin. I don't want to wake. I don't want 
number one, I think I think most of this is like a waste of money. Yeah. I don't want to like you don't look normal because your face is so relaxed that your lips have gone all the way to the back of your head. Nothing looks great. No one is no one ever like goes up to the cast and like, oh she looks Everybody great. looks like Mr. Limpet. Who's Mr. It's Limpet? The the fish, the uh Don Knotts <laughs> played the yeah, everybody looks like a wide mouth bass. At a wake. Yeah. I asked my brother-in-law who owns a funeral home. I said, why is that? He's like, because all the muscles are now fully relaxed in your face. Is that the funeral home that you worked in? Yeah. Okay. So your brother has a funeral home. Oh, brother-in-law. He now has two. Yeah. Oh my God. Let me tell you, death is a business. We're all doing the wrong thing if we're not into death. Well, right. I would own it. I would own a funeral home, but then I would go out and kill people just so I could get more business. Of course, I would. Yes, business and then funeral is killer. Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Funeral flowers. It's like well, I hate that's... the smell of funeral flowers. I do too. I think it's a lily or something. It is or... the lily. It's a calla lily that will. I hate it. Smells like death. Someone gave Marcus. Uh, a bu- well, we had a bunch of flowers, and one of it. I, it immediately takes me back to a funeral home, and I oh, immediately yeah. hate it. Always. It's so pungent. It's so pungent. And they're everywhere. Why? Here's the thing. I don't want to wake either. If I did, I just want, if you're going to do flowers, like, just give me carnations. Give me something like that doesn't smell like, like death. Breakfast. Yes, yeah. give me carnation instant breakfast. <laughs> just go up and just sprinkle it on my she casket. Was really hungry. Instead of a handful of dirt. Yeah. They're like, is that powdered cocoa? Wow, that smells terrific. Amazing. I, if you are, I do want to be cremated. We've discussed this. Mm-hmm. But so if people are cremated before they get cremated, they can rent mm-hmm. a coffin. We spend most of our lives renting something. Mm-hmm. Apartment, cars, of all the things. I mean, it makes sense because you're like, well, I'm not going to be using this. You don't really need to keep me in this thing. Just throw me in a cardboard box and call it a day. We really don't. Well, I guess sanitary. For sanitation reasons, that's why there's like a vault and a casket and all that. If someone's dead ass was in there before mine, that's what I have the problem with. Hmm. I dead ass love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but why would it, you're dead? Who cares? Because I'll know. You know what? You I think would, I'm not haunting my funeral services? Here's what I don't want. I'll, I'd rather just have that, that piece of paper from the, the doctor, like on a counter. Uh-huh. Like at the funeral home, like or cause something. of death. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Like if what piece I'm, of paper? So if I'm dead, okay. I want in the funeral home or whatever. It doesn't even have to be in an actual room. It could just be like that table when you walk into the funeral parlor, and oh. like that paper from the doctor's office. Oh, oh, like the doctor paper that we just okay. But yeah. I want to be posed like Brooke Shields when she was doing the Calvin Klein ads. So like with my hand up to my head okay. and then my legs crossed. Like oh. laying down or like posed. We could also get you the Burt Reynolds in Playgirl, but then one leg would be sort of like open and propped up. Right. Okay. Yeah, but then I really like like a prosthetic. What penis. are you wearing? Are you naked or are you dressed? I'm wearing whatever Brooke Shields was wearing in the Calvin Klein ad. Oh, okay. Oh, the exact. So yeah. we have to replicate it. Okay, right. well, if you're going to do that, and then I am going, I see your Brooke Shields and mm-hmm. I raise you sushi buffet. Oh, that's good. Because you know how they she have. She looks great. Exactly. These are great. Like I want Kim Cattrall from the movie, the Sex, Sex and the City, City movie, mm-hmm. where she makes the sushi and puts it on her body, and they have those girls that are like sushi buffets. Yeah. And that's disgusting. Well, this was pre-COVID. It doesn't. We've matter. changed now. That's still from disgusting. eating spicy shrimp off someone's crotch. What if you're doing that and you really have to pass gas? Oh. 
I'm telling you, with the way my stomach has been acting the past couple of weeks, I 100% would let one rip. But it would, I would like, wait. This, I, would try I don't to- think the tuna's good. <laughs> it smells bad. It smells I rotten. Would try to time it out for when somebody took a piece of sushi off me. So it's almost like they hit a button. Yeah. <laughs> I just want the piece, of, I just want this spicy tuna right here. I'm just going to move it a little and. Oh, God. Did That's... I just press a release valve? What is that? Is that rotten eggs? <laughs> That is terrible. <laughs> there, oh my god, we were um, to springboard off of rotten eggs. We we're having this. We we're listening to this radio station, which for some reason I think it's based in Denver. I don't know why, but it just comes on our thing, and um, so it's like playing like jazz music or whatever. And then it's just like this woman talking, and she's like, "Have you ever been in your house when it just smells weird? <laughs> like it smells like rotten eggs." You might have a gas leak. And if you do, you need to get the hell out of there. This was an ad. I was like brushing my teeth and I looked out at Marcus and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was for like a gas a, company? Yeah, a gas company. And it was literally like a friend talking to you, like, does it smell like someone shit their pants in your house? Or rotten eggs? Oh my God. Then you need to get the hell out of there. What a specific take <laughs> on that. I was like, I. Oh, but I had just used the bathroom. Like, how does she know? How does she? It's like she's talking right to me. Is I she in did, the other room? I shouldn't have had fried food. She's right. That's like, um, there was, because I used to listen to 1010 Wins a lot when I was in my car. That's a 1010 Wins. Yes. You give us 20 minutes, we'll give you the world. That was my audition for 1010 Wins. That's great. And it's just news all the time. Yeah. Local, national, but they break it up with the ads. And there was one for that bariatric surgery like where you can get your stomach stapled or something mm-hmm. and and i don't know if what they gave to this what bariatric surgery okay go i just i just felt like it was going to come out okay that's mind. a good yes no. swallow the diet coke because if that comes out it's carbonated Tiny and Jan it will Jackson. hurt exactly exactly <laughs> so i i was listening to it and, and the guy was like if you're fat or a little porky and you <laughs> You need bariatric surgery. I was like, wait a minute. And I've been driving. Like, what? Who who okayed this? Who cleared a guy going <laughs> on 1010 Wind saying, if you're a little porky, if are you're you a little fat, fat or a little porky? Are you fat? And you, you should depressed? see Dr. Z about blah, You look blah, blah. like shit all the time. And the guy sounded like Morning Zoo Radio. Like, he sounded like he was the thing he was advertising for. <laughs> I'm fat and a little porky, and I need this surgery more than you. So call the bariatric center of New York City. Do you have a hamburger in your back pocket? (laughs) I'm eating pork right now. (laughs) Do you ever travel with pork chops? Jeffrey Dahmer? Do you have an emergency sandwich strapped to your thigh? I just had some pork chops go bad. Sorry. (laughs) Emergency sandwich. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, my God. Honest to God, that's not a bad idea. An emergency sandwich. Yeah. Just saying. You heard it here. Exactly. But I carry... Uh, deli meats and cheeses instead. <laughs> it's a Subway sandwich, so it's also a flotation device. Six inches. Right. Whole wheat. Sandwich. Sam <laughs> oh, God, I hate you so much. All right, I, I, have, an, I have an article for you here. It, uh, where does it come from? The Lansing State Journal, December 22nd, 1980. Unique coffin, not so crazy. 
Dear Ann Landers, my husband was open-mouthed, slack-jawed, and almost turned gray overnight when I told him I wanted to hire a wood craftsman to design a beautiful chest to use in the family room and put some cushions on it so people can sit there. Then when I die, I want it to be my coffin. Besides being able to store blankets in this chest, I will know and become accustomed to my final resting place. I'm a practical person. My husband thinks I'm crazy. I also told him I want a private funeral, the most inexpensive one available, only wildflowers, and that he should not have me embalmed. I hate funerals and do not want my friends and family looking at me in that shape. Then you want yourself embalmed, damn it. Oh my... Okay. Do you think I am kooky? If I put this in my will, who should I give it to? If you print my letter, I ask that I remain anonymous. I'm in enough trouble with my family over this. The neighbors don't have to know. Signed, need your support in Oklahoma. Was that real? Yeah, this is a real letter. No, that last sentence? Oh, yeah, like, don't print my name. Yeah, she says, don't print. if you print my letter, I ask that I remain anonymous. I'm in enough trouble with my family over this. The neighbors don't have to know. <laughs> Does she not know that everybody signs anonymously? <laughs> It's not like she's like, June Osborne, 3680, 19th Street, Manhattan City. (laughs) Manhattan City. Uh, Manhattan City. uh, Excuse me, how do I get to Manhattan City? Where do you, gotta get out of this town, gotta get out of this city. And here's what Anne has to say. Dear Oklahoma, if this is what you want, I, I, I see no reason why you shouldn't have it. Putting the instructions in your will ensures nothing. You may be buried before the will is read. Your best bet is to discuss the situation with your children, your clergyman, and your physician. Between the three of them, someone should see to it that your wishes are carried out. Ayan! Ayan! Okay, now, if you don't embalm somebody, mm-hmm. well, what yeah. happens? The smell must be awful. Isn't the whole point of embalming to stop the process of the stink? And the And decay. decomposition. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. uh, now, as I don't think you. Can, I, I think you have to embalm. What was your position in the funeral home? I was just data entry. <laughs> but you were around the dead bodies. Yeah. Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Did you see them come in? Uh-huh. Did you see the embalming process? Yes. Shut up! Can you tell me what it is? Oh my god! Uh, what? What is the? I don't know. Like, I did you I, watch? You watch them get embalmed? No, I didn't. Like, st- that's a little bit too. Like, I definitely was like, uh. What? Wow! Like, like there was a dead body that came in, and they were like, like frozen in a pose. <gasps> I was like, "What is that all about?" Excuse me. And Wait, like, tell well, me what the pose was. Were they was doing like an, cocaine was, at Kirstie Alley's house? They were bent over like this. Just like a hooking. No, it's um, it was like an older person. So he was kind of like he must have. It looked like he died in a chair because it looked like he was like this. And the rigor mortis just set in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. How long does that take for that to know. happen? Asking for a friend. I don't know. Wow. Okay, yeah. so we came in and opposed. So how did they get the arms down? Well, that's when you... I think that's when you... I actually don't know. So what you're saying is that Weekend in Bernie's was really a fake movie. Really a fake. Wow. Because you're not that pliable. How do you get the arms to move? Oh, God, you know what? That happens to me. Someone's going to snap one right off. Yeah, that's not going to be great. Yeah, like just... just Brittle, dry yeah. limbs. Yeah. yeah, like an old dead tree. Exactly, just crack. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. I'm going to have to glue it back on. I mean, I've been there, like, you see, when you're, they come naked, 
Oh. <laughs> and you're like, and you're usually old. It's a, it was like a, an older neighborhood. They so arrive like naked. Mm-hmm. Who got them nude? I think they go to the hospital and they pick them up at the hospital. Okay. And then they're, you know, in a body bag. Okay, so you're just getting the purest form of person right there. Yeah. Well, they're refrigerated and then they're brought. Oh, unless, they, unless you pick them up at the house. Then okay. that's different. Okay. Did you have to pick anybody up? No, but I did have to move one <gasps> a couple times. From where to where? From the embalming room into the <laughs> To parlor. the couch. To the couch. They wanted to be seated. <laughs> seated. Setting up. He was a ticket taker, so he was up. Wait, from the embalming room into the, like. The parlor. Like that, out of the coffin? What? You, you like roll the coffin from one point to the next, or you yeah. move the body on well, its you, own? Well, you crane the body up, and then you lower it into the coffin, and then you roll the coffin into the There's parlor. There's so much I don't know about this, yeah. but you never saw one get embalmed. Like, I, not from beginning to end. You know, they have to drain it, so it's like you're on a slab, and it's basically you're, like you're on a giant sink. So they drain it all, and then they put your fluid in. What? Yeah. Where do they, how do they collect the... It's blood they're draining, right? I assume so, yeah. I don't really know. <laughs> For me, they're going to be like, oh, God, this is like this all is whiskey. Smells foul. Is Smell- there a gas leak in here? It smells like you need to oh get out God, of here. God, it smells like like Reba Reba on $2 margarita night in here. I thought you were saying Reba. Like Reba it McEntire. smells like Reba like McIntyre in here. <laughs> Flowers and sunshine. <laughs> that... So they drain you of your stuff, uh-huh. and then they put embalming fluid in you. Yeah. And then they... So this chick doesn't even want to be embalmed. No. And then they stuff cotton up your nose so you don't leak. Wow! Yeah. Oh, God. They're going to have to use so much for me. My nose is, is running all the time. I... Did well, you see it? Oh, yeah. And I was like, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, you're gray. They're, they're just, just, they're just like, down. talking, and they're like, you know, they're like... You, at your job, you're doing whatever you do. He's just like talking about, yeah, yeah, and I, I went to this, and you know, I'll have a hot dog with fries and whatever. And he's taking like this giant knitting needle and wrapping it with cotton and shoving it up this no! dead person's nose. No, and just talking about his day. And I'm like, uh, what? Like, so you know, we can get takeout from Taco Bell, or we can. <laughs> yeah, that's no. pretty much it. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, oh, this it's cotton. We got to put it up no, so she doesn't. So the leak. brain doesn't leak out or something. Yeah, so like, I'll, you know, you have to close up like the things. And he's just talking to you while he's like prepping this bond. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, like, oh I got, my God. Uh, I would Joe Beth uh, Williams gotta, cry go. down the wall. <laughs> just slink down the wall. I'm like, oh God. Yeah, that was kind of, I wow. will, yeah. That's How long a, did you work there? I worked there like uh, maybe two summers and a Christmas or. Oh, a good amount of time. Yeah. Wow. There is a there's um a funeral home a couple towns over from here called Jacob A. Hole. No. (laughs) Do you want that a hole taking care of your family? Hey, come to this a hole. We know how to take care of you. If you're fat or a little porky, this a hole will take good care of you. Are you disgusting? Are you dead? Come to this a-hole. Is your wife sleeping with everyone in town except for you? Trust your a-hole to a-hole. <laughs> Let me sew up your a-hole so you don't leak. I will shove cotton up your a-hole. I can't wait. 
I mean, you're at not least... supposed to shove it with your dick, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> he was fired. Steve was fired. Sorry about that, everybody. Sorry, sorry about, your, about your mom. Sorry about nose. your aunt. Yeah. <laughs> he he put it in the wrong hole. So I what told exactly him. happened to my mom? Don't ask questions. Listen. We're just going to take twenty five percent off. Her your nose bill. wasn't broken. Listen. You know what? Sometimes we take a, a little tool and put cotton up there. He this used... was a rental coffin, but you can keep it. You <laughs> this one's on us. He this was our bed. Yeah. What? Anyway. Yeah. You should be able to buy the here. rental coffins at a discount yeah. afterwards, like yeah. rental cars. Steve doesn't know? work here. Steve, I mean, we, we let him go. F- I mean, he'll be back on Monday, but t- for today. That guy's an a-hole. <laughs> what an a-hole. There's also another funeral home in Vermont called Ready. R-E-A-D-Y. And I was like, you're telling me. I guess. What is, what other, like, truth in advertising. Yeah. Like, what you waiting for? Funeral parlor. He's ready. We're ready to receive your body. I'm ready to receive your article. Hit okay. me! This is from the Shreveport Journal, Shreveport, Louisiana, September 11th, 1980. Dear Abby, repulsed in Colorado Springs, was appalled at the surprise party her sister-in-law had planned for her father-in-law's 50th birthday. It was to be a fake wake to symbolize the death of his youth. She rented a coffin, and the house was to be transformed into a funeral parlor. Repulsed failed to see the humor of it, and you agreed with her. Well, here's one 50-year-old crazy lady who's having the time of her life renting out real caskets to fun-loving folks who want to give unusual parties. Our caskets come in buttercup yellow, passionate pink, and luscious lavender, and we deliver them in a powder blue Cadillac hearse, which, of course, we also rent out. On Halloween, our phone rings off the hook. I am also an ordained minister, and as such, I married a couple in a double casket ceremony. How's that for burying their single blessedness? It's a shame so many folks have morbid hang-ups about death and dying. Once they've been to a casket party and have had a few beers while actually sitting in the casket, their fears are greatly diminished. In case you think I'm putting you on, you can easily check this out. I've been written up in the local press, appeared on local talk shows, and I've also been on Real People. I'm a minor celebrity around Alamitos, California. (laughs) They call me Cassandra the Casket Queen. Of course they do. Dear Cassandra, well, now I've heard everything, and if you think this is the kookiest career I've ever encountered, you're dead right. First of all, I like that she names all of her coffins like their lipstick colors from MAC. Correct. Second of all, uh, if I worked in a funeral home like you, would you sit in the coffin? I have, yeah. Oh, you've been in them? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only... <laughs> I like that you say that like, yeah, I'm no fool. I mean, it's I don't there. work at... Why am I working with this a-hole if I can't be in the coffin? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've done it. I mean, I don't think that's... I mean, I wouldn't want to sleep in it. I would I would fall asleep in it instantly. I mean, we because, know my disease. Yeah, I know. But I just... It's not... I don't know. I mean, I picked out four different coffins depending on when I was going to die in my life. And then I was like, eh, maybe I'll just get cremated instead. Oh, we, when you work there, you picked out yeah. these coffins? yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, I guess if I'm older, I'll have this wood one. Oh. If I'm young, I'll have this tin thing that's like black and gold or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, yeah. I want it to look like a bullet, you know? Yeah. I want, you know how like Bentleys now have that sort of matte finish black to them? Yeah. Something like that would be nice. <laughs> Something with yeah. wheels. What if you did it like, you know, the little kid uh, beds that mm-hmm. used to be race cars? Yeah. I'd make, I'd design mine to look like a Formula One coffin. So you'd be sitting up. I'd be sitting up and... I would have, it would be like product placement all over it. So like Red Bull, mm-hmm. you know, so my funeral would be sponsored. Yeah, sure. By like Craisins. Yeah. 
I think then you should have a fan at the other end and a scarf so that it's like, you're like Grace Kelly, like in that movie where she's driving down the cliff. Yes. Like her scarf's blowing in the wind. Yeah. But it also has to be like partially wrapped around my head. Yeah. Tippy Hedron style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great idea. All right. I like this idea. Corporate Mm. sponsorship with your coffins. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Why not? And how this is a coffin rental place. I don't understand it, but okay. Coffin parties. I love a good theme party. That's not really something I want to get into, like a coffin party. That's just. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I think I'd be curious about it. I'm not gonna mm. lie. If you did a Halloween party and you just got like a couple coffins, I probably shouldn't talk about this, considering you know Oscar. What? If you, <laughs> I just. I was like, what? Happened? Here's the thing. I was I, like, if, did someone? Does someone die and didn't tell me? If you're new to our pod, you should know that we record in the Pineapple Ranch, and we are in the exact spot where the previous owner died in this house his name was oscar and patty is sitting exactly where oscar died which i think is very strange that he's next to this door i know you cannot get over the fact that like they killed him because they left him by a breezeway yeah you know i don't know what happened i'll tell (laughs) you i feel like if you do that if the light flickers i'm gonna be done i feel like every now and then in this house i will smell cigarette smoke Mm-hmm. And I'm convinced it's him, and I've been smelling it a lot today. Do you smell cigarette smoke every now and then? No. When you're here? No. Okay. Asking for Oscar. <laughs> he's in there. He uh, He's in there. So, I mean, the fact that we're talking about coffins today, I just want to send a shout out to Oscar, whatever plane you're on. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. This is the captain speaking again. <clears throat> I just want to say happy birthday to my friend Oscar. And- and the in lady heaven. who's sitting in 23A, God, you're ugly. <laughs> you are filthy. And I want to know if you'd like to go on a date once I land this plane. <laughs> oh, wait, we're, we're in the water. We're I told here. you that story about that one guy that when I was in Chicago, like I ran into him like three different times and he was so drunk and I, and I entertained like what this could possibly be. And what do you mean? Like as a relationship-wise one? No, like how long is this going to go on? Like, oh. And he just kept chatting with me the whole time. My friend's like, are you okay? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Are you going home with this guy? I'm like, I don't, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But <laughs> He's boring I, me to I tears, so, so probably. This is fucking terrible. I'll probably go home with him. This is an awful idea. We're married. <laughs> right. I yeah. mean, I hung I just wanted to see... What the fuck? You know, I don't know if you've ever done this. Like <laughs> Every day of my life. Where you're like on a date or something and it's just going, not, not, nothing is great. But you don't want to pull the ripcord because you want to see if there's a story there. Yes. Understood. This man, and now I've done this three times and he doesn't actually know. I don't think he ever picked up that we've done this before. Oh. Like we didn't, we never hooked up by the way. But one you time, had three different dates and he was so hammered that he didn't remember the well, previous one. Well, one was a sort of date. Well, actually, no, I take this back. It wasn't really, it was like we met at a bar and that was the date, but we didn't come there together. I just met him three different times. So that doesn't really count as a first date, does it? Well, if you're there for like six hours. Okay. He was so shit faced and he talked, I think he was an actor because he had like this British accent that would come and go and I was like, "Mm, okay. Oh no. Are we working out something? (laughs) But he would like talk to me. Like like, like an audition for Game of Thrones or something. What is happening? And he was one of those guys when he was like. Like he, oh, no. he like he's like he, he smelled like he'd been drinking all day, 
He smelled like beer, which is like the oh, worst. Oh, I beer. hate that. Oh, but he's yeah, like stale he, beer. Yeah. So we're like standing there and he's like like doing the rocking thing, but then it like stopped and like went to me. Oh no. So we're now like really because I'm like But I, he's only gravitating towards you because you're like a sturdy pillar right. in an ocean where he right. cannot stop his body. And normally like when I can't I'm at a bar, I'll always give them like my ear because I can't I can't hear. I need like I I can see you, but then sometimes I'm like you know, someone just chatting. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So he's like, like right. Oh God, right by your ear. <laughs> Did he balance his nose on your face? So, you wanna, Ew, no. You go somewhere. Stop it. And Stop. Like, and now, like he's like whispering, and he's got that. He's so close. He's like. You know, but there's but stuff, it's like you can hear 90% them breathe. breath. Yeah, right, it's a lot of breathing. Yeah, and of course, I'm not matching the whisper. I'm like, like where? Like I turned into like Fran Fine. <laughs> like where you want to go, <laughs> Mister Sheffield? <laughs> and <laughs> what if that guy yeah. became a pilot? We were cruising at thirty thousand feet and rapidly losing <laughs> fuel, and now we're at ten thousand feet. If anybody has a priest on the phone, can I, I have a lot of sending <clears throat> to... Is there a bartender in the house? Listen, we're about to crash into the ocean, and your bones are going to rip apart. It is not going to be pretty, and I am shit-faced. I'm not going to feel a thing. I hope you all picked out your coffin. Coffin. <sighs> Speaking of coffin... <laughs> I have one more final article for you. Thank God. Oh, my God. Three hours deep. This one comes from the Windsor Star, March 23rd, 1973. <laughs> Coffin, not piece of furniture. Dear Ann Landers, here's one you've never heard before. Before you write me off as a nut, please read the entire letter. I do carpentry as a hobby and enjoy it thoroughly. I've made some beautiful spice racks and coffee tables as gifts I have always wanted to build a casket just to see if I could do it. Last week I finished one and it is a beauty. Everyone says they have never seen such fine woodwork and upholstery. Now for the problem. When I had it in the workshop, I took a few naps in it and it is very comfortable. (laughs) I want to keep the casket in our bedroom, but my wife says she couldn't sleep a wink with that thing in there. I believe she is being unfair. After all, it is only a piece of furniture, and our bedroom is large enough to accommodate it. What do you say? Signed, Hagerstown Disagreement. Dear Hagerstown, I vote with the missus. A casket is not only a piece of furniture. It's a box designed to hold the remains of a deceased person. If your wife objects, respect her wishes. You are right about one thing, however. I never have heard this problem before. So here's the problem. I am writing this note from inside the casket. <laughs> it's too, it's too late. It's already in the bedroom. <laughs> I cannot get out for the life of me. If you think for one second a husband is building a casket in the basement of the house and the wife walks down and sees him doing it, like if I came down and suddenly Jules was like, shook, shook, hi there, shook, shook. What do you think of it? Shook, shook. Looks real good, doesn't it? Shook, shook. That's when you call the police. That's when you get the shit out of your that house. That is when you ask for a divorce, the shit being jewels, or the, the casket. Like all of your stuff. All like of it. Put him in the bag. casket and just roll him right down you, the driveway. You pick up your dogs and you're like, I am out of here. I said good day. Yeah. You're like, 
the spouse does it, y'all. Steve and Diane. Sorry, <gasps> <laughs> Steven. <laughs> you don't just casually decide one day you're going to build a casket. If you're into woodworking, you're not like, you know what? You know what this house needs? It needs a casket. But I like that he's like taking a, like, as if like it's a really difficult thing. It's a box. You just built a long box. But with hinges and doors on it, essentially, if you stand it up, you can open it. A casket is just a refrigerator laying down. True. Well, you don't. I think that Emily Dickinson once said, (laughs) a casket is just a refrigerator (laughs) on its side. You wrote that? That's amazing. I've never quoted anything in newspapers. So stupid, stupid. <laughs> and to think, can you imagine if a coffin? Because actually, we do have the space for this. We could put a coffin in our bedroom, Julesy. Oh, get on that. All right, get okay. on that. Because I think I, I asked about you laying in the coffin. Mm-hmm. Because now I, I do feel like I would be an ideal sleeper in a coffin. It's like a hug box. I think I would get in there and I would just be like, oh, I would instantly pass out. But then it's you'd like end up sleep. like It's cherry. like a deprivation chamber, you know? Yeah. But then I think that you'd end up like Cherry and Punky Brewster. So I couldn't get out of the coffin. The lid would come down and then no one would know. That and then an 80-year-old man would have to, to undo the, Seal. the doors. Yeah. And yeah. go, Punky. <laughs> <laughs> what was Henry? Henry. The father. All right, what do you say? Do you think it's time to move along? Should we call Moth today? I think we have so much material right now. There's somebody I know who has a story about coffins. Would you like to hear from her? I guess I don't have a choice. Do you? You're being held. But Come on. And now it's time for the Moth Report. It's time to call me. And see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. You heard the lady. Hit it. It's time to call my mother. It's time to call my mother. Find out what the weather is like where she's standing. But more importantly, if she has any thoughts on coffins. <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, Hello. One ring wonder. You picked that up real fast. I know. I kind of forgot about you. I was just kind of mm. sort of dozing off. But other than that... No surprise uh, at she's all. She's just driving. She's just, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just behind the wheel of a car. <laughs> and that's where I like to doze off the most, behind the wheel. You're How's a dozer. Everybody? Uh, oh, we're just fine today, Perky. How are you? Fine, fine. I'm all excited. I'm going to get my plumber. He's going to come and fix my sink. Is this so. a euphemism for anything? Hello? What? <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yes. Uh, it's uh, so, none of your business. Well, we're, before you get your pipes cleaned. <laughs> yes, yes. We have questions for you on our topic today. Which is? Coffins. What? Don't you love coffins? <coughs> no, not hey, coffins. What, what did one casket say to the other casket? Oh, God. What? Is that you, Coffin? <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thank you, caller. Um, this was fun. Thank you very much. Good night. I just That's want to apologize those... to all the listeners on behalf of my mother's father humor. I never had a mother yes, that yes. had dad jokes. No, <laughs> now we do. Oh, my Uh-oh. God. What? Oh, I thought I lost you. <laughs> I heard a click. 
I thought you hung up on me. Oh, Not my yet. God, never. Um, so you had a coffin story about my father today that I just want you to, to explain what happened. Did you get any more details on that? Well, no, I found out that apparently coffins have a little secret drawer or something that you can put anything in there you want. Do you know, know about this? Off. Wait, hold on for a sec. Patty used to work in a, a funeral home. Did you know about this? Yeah. What's the secret drawer? Where is it? It's like in the lid of the coffin. Like the top lid? Like yeah, the cherry? Yeah, it's, like it's like on a spring or something, right? Because your father pushed the button on it and the thing opened up and he almost had a heart attack. And he, then they just threw him right in it. that coffin. But this is easy. <laughs> they really, so like, I, I don't like know, fish Patty, in a barrel. What, they, what do like people the, do with Is it like, uh, you know... The memorabilia to take along with you, or Correct. well, their driver's oh. license and COVID card and anything else that they need. Welcome to heaven. ID is COVID <laughs> Have you been vaccinated? Oh Christ! Hey. As a matter of fact, yes. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I left it at home. Oh crap! Can uh, I yeah, go back and get it? I'm sorry. I didn't. I wasn't why, why are we talking about this? Is it because, is it because it's, it's Halloween, Halloween month? Yes, we need. Oh, creepy. it's Halloween month. Creepy, creepy. creepy. Oh yeah. So what yeah. do you get the girl that has everything? The best coffin, coffin you can find. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what's your story, Sister Sledge? Yeah. What is your story? <laughs> what's your coffin story? Yeah. Oh, do you? Ha- did you pick yours out? I thought you were. What? Oh, the coffin. No, that the coffin story was <laughs> the coffin story. Oh, was that was just, it. That was it. He went yeah. to go touch like a button, oh, that's and it, it popped he, it open, and he had a heart and attack. He, it's very easy, easy to startle him, and he that's gets jumping. Story. So <laughs> that, was, that was it. That was my oh, story. That's quick. I didn't that's have quicker. that. Why was he around a coffin? Why no. was he around a coffin? Wasn't he picking one out for <laughs> Grandma? Am I right? Oh well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know whose personally it was, but oh, uh, he was, was just you shopping. Know, he's been he's been uh, on that trip a couple of times. He's just shopping, <laughs> coffin shopping. You know, you can buy coffin coffins shopping. in bulk at, at uh, Costco. We talked about this in a previous it's like episode. It's like a showroom or something, right? There was there was they were on display in the showroom. Do you have a showroom? Because I think every undertaker always has that one that's made out of cardboard, and they try to make it like you know, well, this is for an Irish funeral or something. I don't know, but he's had that joke. <laughs> thrown at him a couple of times. I don't know what that means. That's funeral but, uh, home humor, Patty. That's hilarious. Did they have that when you were there? No. Yeah, dad jokes at funeral homes? <laughs> we just call his How jeans and a t-shirt. You're in the middle of crying be like, I can't believe she's gone. I can't believe it. Now this one's a cardboard one. That's for the Irish funerals. Yes, yes, <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Is this lighten, thing on? Try to lighten thing things up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder how long Hagen Dazs would last under the ground. We're gonna find um, out, aren't we? Do you know yeah. where Hagen Dazs is made? What's I'll the, let you know. Where is Hagen Dazs made? Where do you think it's made? I'm gonna say it's. We think that it's like Denmark, but it's really like the Connecticut. Bronx. Really like <gasps> Medford. Wait a minute. There was a. Excuse me. It's in the Bronx for real. Like, yeah, has it always been like that? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, they've marketed. Get out for, of like, town. Fancy. Hagen Dazs is made in the Bronx. <laughs> You literally Doesn't. just made my, now. My mother has not wanted I to come and visit it. us. And you've been going there, and you didn't even stop in. I spent the I whole last give out week. Samples. In... Oh, I doubt that. Do you think like oh, how do we look this up? Can you tour? 
I don't work <gasps> there. Oh my God! Well, you came in with this information <laughs> like you had just heard. Ooh. I heard it from Ooh. my trainer this morning, in between me sweating <gasps> and praying to God that oh. I don't. Die. Oh. oh my God! All right, okay, all right. Yeah, I'm did, did the plumber just show up? Oh. Ooh, my, my pipes <laughs> are clean. Well, uh, just quickly, what's the weather like where you're standing? Give us a quick weather report before we release you back into the stratosphere. Back into okay. your plumber. Uh, <laughs> to your plumber. <laughs> Actually, right now it's just kind of cloudy. The sun went in, but the colors are coming in strong. The foliage is beautiful in New Hampshire. Just have to drive down any road, and it's gorgeous, very colorful. Well, and the colors are just starting to come in in Massachusetts. So take a fall foliage ride and go pick a few apples. Well, okay, we will. Do what the woman taught. So that is your words of wisdom for today from Moth. We thank you so much for this ever-illuminating yes, Moth. Yes. Jesus Christ. Uh, do you want to say goodbye to the people? I don't know. She did cocaine at Kirstie Alley's house earlier today. God, what do you like it's to great say? talking to you guys. Oh, thank yes. you very I much. I hope you have a nice remainder of the afternoon. Take care. And it's great talking to you, Patty. Good and talking to you as well. Jim, are you there too? Yes, <laughs> okay. All right. Great. And Aaron. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go get your pipes cleaned, will you? I will. I will. I'm desperate. So I'll catch up to you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye woman is desperate, desperate. To, get, to get her pipes clean. She turned into like a 13-year-old mall-hopping girl. Hey, what's up? Are you guys going to go to the Sam Goody? Can I go with you? <laughs> FYE? Okay, hang 10. What, I'll what? see you with the bon ton. Yeah, she's like a 13-year-old girl in 1991 in California. Wowee. That will sound. She's a spicy meatball. Spicy meatball. <laughs> well, on that lovely. <laughs> you guys, this it's been a long 12. day. All right. Okay. 20 hours of podcasting later. Let's do it. Are you ready? It's time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. I've got Hi, no voice hey guys, left. I'm and, your and, mom. Instagram mail. And you're just going to take a little drink, and if you look to your right, you can see Wyoming, and if you look to your left, you'll see my mom's house. And, and if you look forward, you'll see the engine just fell from the wind. And if you look forward, you'll see we've been in water <laughs> for 20 minutes. Enjoy uh, your stay in beautiful downtown Fort Lauderdale. All right, so this week, like all weeks, we have an Instagram mail question. You can email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial if you have an a- advice question. A- 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 advice. That was my remix. Advice question that you would like uh, 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 answered on the uh, 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 air. So, uh, dear Pod official, slide into them DMs. Patty, we have one Instagram mail question this week. Do you want to hit us with it? Yes. It is hard. Yes. Dear Pod, I'll get right to the point. I fell for my roommate's girlfriend. She came over to see him last week. I told her he wasn't here. She came in, and long story short, we ended up kissing. How do I handle this? Finding a connection with someone is hard, but finding a rent control department is even harder. Signed, Century 20 Hung. Uh, wow. Dear Hung, I'll get right to the point, too. This isn't going to end well. I get it. She raised your tent, and that's hard to do. However, you will forever be that jackass of a friend that messed around with your best friend's girl. Watch any 80s movies, and you know what's going to happen to that guy. 
Don't be that guy. There's a lid for every pot and an app for every ass and another girl with just enough lower standards, so go find her and leave this one alone. You won't have anything to worry about if a rent-controlled anything if you're six feet underground. Next time, she rings the doorbell. Just do what every New Yorker does. Ignore it. Supers, Con Ed, Land Sharks, Mormons, and girls looking to bend their best friend code and not sleep with her is all that's on the other side of that door. So go back to bed, Kelly Ben Simone. Go to sleep! Did I just do that as if I were drunk? I, I was reading it and I was looking at you and then I was like, uh, I, I had a split personality and then the other person in my brain was like, am I reading this wrong? Am I reading? Then I was like, then I literally, I was like, am I, am I, I can't, I couldn't hear myself because I was talking to myself while I was reading. And I'm like, am I talking like the no, drunk guy? No, you did it. No, you that's, did it. Because well. towards the end, that's what I thought I was doing. And I'm like, did I do that the whole time? No. So I'm having, I think the, I, the I'm having know, I a mental personality, breakdown. Right I'd be like, I am <laughs> crushing it. This is the best letter I've ever written. Yeah. And then Jim's like, you didn't even read the question. <laughs> It's just silent. I thought that I did. What's your answer? All right. Here is Anne's answer to 20th century 20 hung. Dear hung, when it comes to love and real estate, much like Las Vegas, the house always wins. If I had to choose between a rent-controlled apartment and my jewels, I'd drop them on the nearest church doorstep with a note that says, please feed me. But if you've got a heart, and I don't, I understand how this is a pickle. First, ask yourself if this is a one-time thing. You don't want to lose your deposit over a single game of tongue hockey. If you feel like you want to date this gal, ask yourself how that will work when, at the end of the night, she has to choose what's behind door number one or door number two like she's on Let's Make a Deal. If you want her to pick your ceramic Dalmatian, things are going to get awkward. Treat this like viewing the Dahmer series. Let it play out a bit before you tap out or vomit. If she becomes a recurring character in the sitcom of your life and not just Cousin Oliver, I'd say start scouring Zillow. Just for the love of God, don't make the same mistake I did and move in with your lover just because you lost your lease. Learn from me or you'll end up in a 57-year marriage with a man who farts in his sleep. Have I said too much? Good luck, you rent-controlled son of a bitch, and happy house hunting. And... Ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god, do you want a girlfriend or an a Are you here to see Kyle? Kyle? Are you here to see Kyle? Are you here to see Kyle or are you here to see me? He's not here. Why don't you come in and sit on my face? I think there's no better way. For us to cap off this electric episode of Dear Pod, then with a drink. What do you say? Right. It's time, time for specialty cookies. We did it at the same time. We're gonna only drink. I'm gonna do stuff. Jules is gonna get so mad because we've been talking like this for so long. This week's specialty cocktail is the nail in the coffin. Wow, look at James Jules Ferris laying there. It really looks like he's asleep. Oh crap, he really is asleep. Someone take him out of that casket! For this, you will need one and a half ounces of Japanese whiskey, three quarters of an ounce of dry Madeira wine, one half ounce of liqueur 43, 
and a quarter ounce of Ferne Branca. So all very easy ingredients. You probably just yeah. have them, you know, in the basement like we do. Add all ingredients in a mixing glass with ice and stir until well chilled. Strain into a Nick and Nora. What's that? That? Oh, fancy. Or a coupe glass and garnish with freshly shaved black cardamom. <laughs> Jesus. Did you do that? You shaved black cardamom? All right, here are the tasting notes. Here are the tasting notes from my jewels. I think the title of this drink speaks the truth. You are either going to finish this cocktail after you take your first sip, or you want to bury this recipe six feet under and never speak of this experience again. Oh, I can't wait. That sounds so inviting. This drink comes from Daniel Yaffe's book, Drink More Whiskey, which highlights many ways to mix cocktails using Japanese whiskey. There was a fruit fly that just showed up that really threw me off. In this case, whiskey takes the place of scotch and liqueur 43, a sweet and citrusy Spanish liqueur that is flavored with vanilla, is subbed for drambuie. The Madeira adds structure and body, while the Fernet Branca provides a kick of its trademark bitterness. Make this drink your last sip of the day. It puts that final nail in the coffin at the end of your night. Sweet dreams. My jewelsy. All right, are you ready? This is a Nick and Nora gloss. Ooh, shoot. Oh. <laughs> that was like a milkshake burp, and that's oh, disgusting. God. And I know you don't have That is gross. <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> we have been hideous this whole episode. Okay. This smells ready? <laughs> Okay, with my one good nostril, let me take a whiff. Oh, that's interesting. It smells like raisins. Mmm. Doesn't mm. <laughs> it tastes like it tastes like embalming fluid? Jesus, <laughs> I took two sips. Oh, oh, it sends a shiver down your spine. I have rigor mortis. I'm rigored. Like, it's like you don't like us. Is that, is that, is that true? It tastes like raisins. It but does like, taste like raisins. If you let it sit like, for a second, like raisins, it turns raisin. But like first, it's like being punched in the balls. In the chest. With like a fiery. It's like it's fist. like you're in the back of a cab somewhere in Chicago, and somebody holds onto your testicles with both hands and goes rah. Hi, this is producer James Charles Ferris. Please make this cocktail at home, and please do not listen to these two babies. This is actually delicious. Get back in your cage. Don't look me in the eye. What's the matter with you? Don't challenge me. That's Raisiny. That's great. Oh, this is, is that? Little... Look at the little. Look at the little stuff floating. The black cardamom. <laughs> he really did commit to this. <laughs> Stop it! I haven't said anything. I'm saying. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's really punchy. It's really. Yeah. You know, usually on Mondays I have daiquiri, but. This um, I just want to welcome you all to sunny Appalachia Mountain. Uh, you never knew that United Continental flew here, <laughs> but <laughs> we do now. Mm. So I just want to say thank, thank, thank you. Pardon me, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going to Honolulu today. We're going to fly over to my ex whore's wife's house, and then we're going <laughs> to crash right into her fucking. Here's the thing. We're going to drive there. Like, <laughs> we're the, not actually flying. We're going to take this plane we didn't take the on plane the expressway. Cross country. 
<laughs> so stop at uh, Route 69. <laughs> Take pictures. Enjoy. Thank you for flying friendly road. Road. Road rage. Carrot and smoking. That's it. I think that's it. <laughs> that's it. This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.